0: The Profitable Designer Show is the best show in the industry for design businesses to learn about building offers, traffic, marketing, sales, and ultimate business mastery. Patrick O'Connell is the founder of ProfitableDesigner.com, a global movement of designers who are turning their expertise and skill set into its most profitable and long-term business model. Now, here's your host, Patrick O'Connell. Okay guys, today what we're going to discuss is how to package price and position your design services. So this is a topic and an area of discussion that many designers, you know, think about pretty solidly, but they don't actively do anything about. So, you know, a lot of questions arise when it comes to how we actually position what we sell and what the price is that's attached to it. So a lot of questions that designers run into are like, why package your services to start with? Why can't I just not sell under the label of design? Or why not just sell my services per hour, which is you know what the majority of the market does? And this, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I suppose you just capped out on what you can earn because most people really use their peers and other people in the industry and their competitors as the measuring stick for what they charge, but there's a more powerful way. You know, why don't you just talk about what you do? You know, why do I not just educate people on the process that I go through and, you know, the five steps that I use and the way that I think and the way that I've thought about my past clients? Why do not I not just use that as the selling mechanism? We're going to show you why. So what we're going to do in this episode is really just go through why packaging your services is so important. Really the importance to move from selling processes and services to selling solutions or outcomes. Uh, we're going to show you you know the three areas and the three circles that you need to converge to build a really powerful offer, then show you actually, you know the questions and the criteria that you should go through and lead yourself through to build a really powerful and valuable offer for your market then how to identify what kind of price that you can associate to that. So first, what we wanna do is just explain why packaging your design services is so important. So what we're gonna use here is uh, the idea of walking into the supermarket. Um, obviously lettuce, you know, you can buy a whole head of lettuce for about 49 cents uh, in the fruit and vegetable section, right? And many people do purchase this, okay? so. People either purchase this lettuce, or for other situations, people are happy going to the pre-made section and buying a bag of cut up lettuce salad okay, for $3.49. Why would people be interested in spending seven times the amount on a bag of lettuce that only contains about a fourth or a fifth of the amount of lettuce in a head of lettuce? When you look at it from the raw material standpoint, it doesn't make sense to pay seven times more for four times or five times less. But there's a real key here, and it is the fact that the bag of pre-cut, pre-chopped salad mix is a solution to a problem, whereas the head of lettuce is just the raw material. So a lot of people make purchasing decisions based on the convenience, and the level of solution of the problem. The issue with the 49 cent head of lettuce is the fact that it's bulky, that you have to take it home, that you have to you know, pull off all of the leaves individually, then you have to wash it, then you have to chop it, then most of the time people don't use their whole head of lettuce, then you have to throw it out after it's gone a bit soggy and sour in the fridge, okay? On the other end of the spectrum, is the bag of pre-cut pre-arranged salad ready to go you grab it you take it home you cut the top off the packaging and you pour it into the bowl it's ready to go okay the convenience and the fact that it's supplying a solution to a problem justifies why people are more interested in paying seven times the amount for it and this is exactly how we want to think about our design services because a lot of designers just sell the raw material, you know, they sell the lettuce, they sell the, the labor in what they're doing, but they don't respect the context in which their materials and their services are being applied. So many designers are thinking that the key is to just grow fantastic lettuce and have the perfect process for lettuce, but they don't actually think about the context in which the customer uses the lettuce and what scenarios the customer or the client is going to use that lettuce in if they thought about these things, if they thought more about their customers and their client situations and what their clients need, then they would actually innovate and create better products and services using their raw ingredients. So what we want to do is really move from selling Processes, you know, selling design services, which can be seen as the raw material, to selling solutions. So, selling the solution to a problem. All businesses have problems. All businesses have an unlimited amount of funds to spend on solving the biggest problems that they encounter in their business. And the majority of times that businesses engage with designers, they're looking for a bigger solution to the problem, but the designer isn't thinking in terms of, you know, what the end solution is for that client. So, the more that we understand that our design services by themselves is just a raw ingredient, it's really what we can combine with our design services, whether it's, you know, another application, another skill set, another piece of advisory or expertise, that allows us to create a combination offer very similar to how the salad is built. It's really the processing of the lettuce and the packaging of it into a hand sized portion that makes it seven times more valuable. What can you add to your design offer? How can you create a hybrid model that combines your design skill set with something else that makes it 10 times more valuable for your marketplace? Okay, so within our design authority training program, this is what we focus on is really taking the raw ingredients and finding the best way to manipulate them and create a hybrid of what you already know and what you can very quickly learn to produce a very valuable solution for your marketplace, which allows you to charge based on the value that you provide. So how do we build one of these offers? Well, it is really about trying to get three major areas to converge on each other. So let's go through these three areas. The first area is obviously the skills that you have. This is an absolute given. You know, it's your experience up until this point, your ability to deliver a skill, a service, a area of knowledge. Second area is industries that you know. So. Business types or individual types, uh, what makes them tick, how their businesses are structured, you know, what they're moving towards, you know, their conditions, their environment. But most importantly, the third thing is the market's needs and desires. So the market's needs and desires are by far the most important thing because this is what dictates where money is spent. You might understand an industry and you might have a particular skill But if that doesn't overlap with where big business problems or big business opportunities are located, then people aren't willing to invest money in it. And this is where a lot of designers fall down because they're pushing their design services to an industry that they might have experience delivering with, but unfortunately the businesses they're pitching to don't have a need or desire for what they're selling. The way to identify the most effective way to communicate your value is to show what kind of problem that you can solve that they may have. If you can communicate that you solve a very particular problem that is on the top of their priority list to address, you know, in the immediate future, then your likelihood of success and moving forward into paid project work dramatically increases. So what we're gonna do now is just take you through uh, a couple of questions that you want to really to identify where your best offer may lie. So what you wanna do is think about, you know, the best clients that you've had up until this point. The highest paying clients, the easiest clients to get along with, uh, the clients that the entire process of delivering was just really easy, enjoyable, and you got rewarded for it. So figure out who these guys were and what their current situation was before they engaged with you. What problem did they have Where were they trying to get to? You know, what was the cost of them staying where they were financially, emotionally, in regards to whether their situation was costing them time? What was the number one most important thing that they wanted to accomplish out of your engagement? So not what you were giving them, but think in terms of what they were thinking to reach out to you. What was the one event or outcome they were trying to get to, you know, if it's a five-step process and you were getting them the step two, where were they trying to get to? Next question is, what is it worth to them to get to this desired event? You know, if we are only going to provide, you know, a logo design or branding identity for a mom and pop bakery, then it's only going to be worth $400 because that's all it's worth for them to get to the desired result of, you know, a logo for a very small business. The next question is how can you describe what you do for your clients in a way that makes sense to them? So how can you describe what you do without using design jargon or design language so that they can automatically identify with it as the situation that they're going after? So the final question is based on what it is worth for them to get to this desired result, what could you justify charging so that a you're getting well paid but it still justifies and communicates a return on investment for the decision maker. So when it comes to determining the perfect price for you to charge for your design expertise and your services and your newfound package, it really comes down to your ability to put a financial figure on what it is worth to have the problem solved. If you cannot come up with a measurable way to define the value of the outcome that you provide, you're gonna to struggle to charge you know, based on value, which means that you're gonna to have to compete on price. But once you define the problem that you can solve and it's highly valuable, you have the opportunity to charge based on the value that you're providing, which means, that you're not limited at all by what you can charge these guys. And this is what allows our students and clients to charge five to $15,000 and upwards if it's a one-off project or charge anywhere from one to $5,000 per month for an ongoing project, because the price doesn't matter. The fact that we're communicating where a return on investment is. So some common pitfalls to avoid when thinking about how to package, position and price your offer. So the first thing is selling processes instead of solutions or selling your design services instead of solutions you have to move to the solution offer if you are looking to charge real amounts of money okay that you can build a really you know sustainable business model off next pitfall is not doing the research yourself to find prospects problems and identifying the most serious problem that you can solve with your skill set which You know, is unfortunately what a lot of designers do, they just offer a huge and wide range of services, you know, some of which are only a 20th of the value of others. The real profitability and the real potential for your design business is finding the most powerful and painful problem you can solve for your market and spending all of your time continually solving that problem. Next pitfall is thinking that you're limited by your current skill set and not open to acquiring the skill set to move to more serious problems. So a lot of designers aren't prepared to go learn another skill because they think, you know, I've spent the last four or five years learning what I've got. This should carry me through. Well, the market doesn't care what you think, okay? The market only cares about getting its problems fixed. And if you're only gonna communicate that you can bridge 40% of the gap, someone's gonna to go to a better solution than you. Okay, next pitfall is not defining what it costs your prospect to have this problem and what they stand to gain. If you cannot identify what it's costing them to have the problem that they reach out to you with and what they stand to gain, it's going to be very hard for you to charge based on the value of that outcome, which unfortunately means you're going to have to compete with price shoppers. So to quickly recap what we've covered here, guys, first, we need to move beyond selling raw material and start selling package solutions. Okay, the next thing that we covered is really the three areas that our offer has to satisfy. So we need these three circles to converge. The skills that you have, the industries that you know, but most importantly, the market's needs and desires. We went through a few questions as to how you can build out a more powerful offer and you know the criteria to make sure that you do. Then we went through you know, determining your perfect price and how to structure things, how to charge based on value, and just a few common pitfalls to look out for as you're building out your new design offer. So that's it from me today, guys. As usual, any questions you've got, feel free to fire through an email, patrick at profitabledesigner.com. That's it for today, speak to you soon.